Support for Charlotte Readers Podcast is provided by Charlotte Mecklenburg Library, a connector of readers, leaders, and learners with 20 locations and a 24-hour online presence at cmlibrary.org. Welcome to Charlotte Readers Podcast, where authors give voice to the written words. We're a proud member of the Queen City Podcast Network and the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network, a series of author-hosted podcasts uh, distributing literary content to a worldwide audience. I'm your host, Landis Wade, a recovering trial lawyer turned author turned podcaster of books and stories, and I really appreciate you being here. Very quickly, before we get to the uninterrupted interview today, a few quick words about some of the benefits uh, for our listeners. Number one, we have show notes uh, for every episode uh, with images, links, and information about our authors at charlottereaderspodcast.com. And number two, if you're into audiobooks, uh, we have a relationship with Libro.fm, which supports indie bookstores. If you sign up with Libro to get your audiobooks and use the promo code CHARLOTTEREADER, you'll get an extra audiobook free. Number three, if you go to charlottereaderspodcast.com or my personal website, landisway.com, and you sign up for the book report, you're going to get it every other Tuesday. And here's what you'll get. Recommended readings, author interviews and videos, reading and writing tips, doses of inspiration, a free ebook by yours truly, and more. We won't spam you. That takes way too much time. And finally, we've got a lot of great content we put out on our exclusive Patreon channel. If you like what we do here, uh, that is our mission of helping authors give voice to their written words, and you'd like to help us uh, defray the costs of this project, you can jump over to Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Charlotte Readers Podcast, and you can tap into all the great extra content we've got that's curated by our authors and me about uh, their writing lives and the craft and business of writing and other things too. But enough with the prologue. Let's get to the uninterrupted story of our guest and the one they've written. In today's episode, we visit with authors Winona Marie and J.D. about their book, And I Thought Divorce Was Bad, with other life lessons. When your life changes, where do you find yourself? How do you find yourself? This is a collection of short stories and poems describing the journey of four women as they cope with life, accept the changes, and discover their new selves. Winona and Jade call themselves the And I Thought Ladies, and they burst with energy to help tell their stories and help others discover their own. They say that wisdom is all around you if you are open to finding it and accepting it. One reviewer says of the book, it is the best thing to have when you're going through a hard time next to a session with your closest and most trusted girlfriends. It'll make you laugh, cry, shake your head in agreement, and roll your eyes over a questionable decision you've made. Most of all, you'll feel validated and comforted that at least someone out there struggles with the same things you do. Well, Nona and Jade, welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. We really appreciate it. Yeah, this is great. Uh, it's it's good to have you here and to talk about your book. Uh, first thing, though, I think I'm curious. Uh, let's talk about your brand, And I Thought Ladies. Where did that come from? It's catchy. I like it. Let's talk about Oh, that. thank you. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you. I'm Jade, by the way. Yeah. And I'm Winona. So, yeah. yeah. So, that's us voice checking ourselves. So, y'all know for the rest <laughs> of this time. Okay. So, I really, it's a really interesting and I'm really happy that you like it. Uh, the end I thought, Lloyd, ladies, was born like in 24 hours. 
It actually came because JD had the idea of naming this first book, and I thought divorce was bad for my life. Yay! Um, <laughs> and I'm well known. About and then it was with other life lessons, though. So there you go. Yeah, and that's and that's the title of your book, and I thought, but in this case, divorce was bad, with other life changes. And you know, you talk a lot about uh, change here and transitions, and you deal with some difficult issues. We're going to talk about during the show here. But but before we do that, let's just talk about each of you um, and sort of what propelled you to, to, to write this book. Start with, uh, since I'm looking left to right here, start with Jade. Uh, tell us a little bit about your story that led you to want to contribute to this book. Oh, that was all Winona. Uh, I made her return to poetry and she looked at me and she said, oh, good. You just want me to be broke for the rest of my life. Thanks, bestie. Thanks, good friend of mine. Wanted me to be or because poets don't make money. Anybody will tell you that in, in publishing. And then we met a bunch of people along the way. And oh, oh wait, I have to say the one thing that I will forever be able to say. And then Winona said to me, well, what would I even name this book? And I said, and I thought divorce was bad. <laughs> and so now I, I get to win like Every time I say that, I have to have a little laugh about it because um, I won that best friend argument and I'm still winning to this very day. So you were you were supporting Winona. So your story, um, it, it involves divorce, I assume, as part of the story. It, it does. Um, yeah. So how I got into this is, of course, how Jade said I got into this. And then I got divorced. And then after a few years, <clears throat> not saying how many, <laughs> I decided to jump back into the dating pool. And the people I found that were interested in me were a bit worse than my ex-husband. So Jade always says, and you thought, you know, you thought divorce was bad. It's what after that got a little worse. And I forced Jade oh, to yeah. write. She did. She dragged me in kicking and screaming. I was like, I'm not a writer. I'm a reader. I'm your first favorite reader. I'm your first fan. That's what that's my role. And she was like, you will write in exactly. this book. And then, you know, when your best friend gives you that, like, you will. You're like, dang it. I didn't want to. But now let me figure out something. Well, y'all have got this energy and you feed off each other. I mean, how long have you been best friends? Oh, forever and a day, probably times 10 years. And then that's our age, you know, backwards. <laughs> um, and I always say when Jade was born, I had a best friend. There we go. There it is. So we are like best friends forever. And and it's really great to do stuff with your best friend, right? Because you can share looks and know. You, know, you don't have to really discuss. You can just look at each other and be like, you just, no. You just no. know. You just know. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Well, uh, you know, your your website uh, and your visibility is on fire. We're going to actually have a you know separate Patreon episode listeners for uh them to talk about how to expand your brand and you're going to learn some interesting things there. But I just want to talk briefly before we get to the book today about, uh, you know, the spaces where you share your books and how you promote uh, other authors and yourselves through this community that you built. Wow. Well, oh, thank you for I've that. I've never really thought I, of it like I that. I feel uh, right there. I was like, oh, I feel, I feel responsibility now. It's, it's weighing down my shoulders. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. I have a responsibility. What you talking about? Uh, but yeah, it's, it's kind of, you don't, you never make a road by yourself. You never finish a journey by yourself. So um, it's your responsibility to believe, help someone else on their journey. This is well known. And I was going to say that I remember when I was in economy class, there were like two different classes of economy thinking that you were thinking of. And one of them was when all, when your boat, when the tide comes in, all boats rises, all boats rise. There we go. 
And that made me think like, oh, I need to do something to help other authors as well. And I mean, honestly, they have helped us in return. So I, it's a thank you to the community. And I'm I'm thankful that you guys think I'm do, we're doing anything yeah, that was helpful. That we're doing yeah. something. In, and I, we just like to share what we've learned, right? Because so many people were generous with us. Let's be generous with others. Yeah, that's great. We might talk a little bit more about that before the 30 minutes is up here. But let's talk about the... Uh, the book and I thought divorce was bad. Let's start with the uh, book title. Um, I think you hinted at this a little bit. And I thought divorce was bad. Uh, the t- the idea of going through a divorce has its challenges. It has. I haven't been personally divorced, but I've known people who have, and I know there are challenges with it. But you're you're also pointing out, I think, that uh, it's not the only kind of uh, difficulties that people face in this life. And uh, sometimes you run into other things. Uh, and maybe it puts in perspective what you went through. Is that something that we're focused on here? Yes. Um, I, I, this is Winona, and I especially like this book because, yes, the title is And I Thought Divorce Was Bad. So, of course, it deals with divorce. And um, it also deals with emotional abuse and leaving an abusive relationship and trying to rebuild yourself. But on the other end, we had other ladies right with us. So one of them had been married for almost 30 years and another one was just like settling down. Like she was finished the club scene and she was like, I want my first real, real, real relationship that I want to go somewhere. And so we had the, the honor of having different women on different spots in their life. Right. So that's why it's with other life lessons. The majority of the book is about overcoming divorce and emotional abuse and relationships. Relationships. And the rest of it is about, just getting life together yeah and, and being in different spots in your life as a woman jade you want to clarify anymore I, yeah absolutely and and i think like i mean we have several books out in i thought series but a lot of times you feel like you're alone like it's only happening to you and then that makes you feel even worse because you know you don't think anyone else is going through this and when you meet people or you read something and you're like oh so it's not just me okay, now I don't feel so alone. I don't feel so weird. I feel like if they maybe got a little bit past this, I can do it too. Yeah. And so the book is a collection of, uh, you know, women have come together to write, uh, to write about your story, but also you, uh, not only are you injecting uh, some of your personal difficulties, but you're also injecting some humor into it. Talk about how humor actually helps through this process. Humor always helps. I mean, if we can laugh at it, I think Winona and I laugh at it. In fact, that's one of our bios, right? We're known for our quick wit, wit and right. um, laughing at ourselves because right. sometimes why be mad when you can laugh? Exactly. And then the other thing is that um, laugh, you have a choice between laughing and crying. And a lot so, of oh, by the way, I'm sorry. This is well known. You have a choice yeah. between laughing and crying. So <laughs> choosing to laugh just makes it much better until like uh, of recent where I started telling the stories of my life and then I thought they were funny and other people go oh and I'm like oh not as funny as I thought Jake was just <laughs> laughing at it because there's nothing else, else to, do. to do right <laughs> yeah and, and just let's talk about the themes a little bit we're gonna have a reading here in a little bit but let's talk about some of the themes in the book you're reflecting uh, on pain uh the pain that you've gone through in some cases, but you're also talking about resilience. And uh, I'd like to just hear from both of you because we've all had situations in our lives that uh, we've had to to deal with. But now that you've written about them, um, what were some of the more difficult things uh, you, you had to deal with and how did writing help that? Um, 
this is when Lana, and one of the things that really helped me was I did not recognize how much this of the relationship had affected me. And it's funny because Jade has been there the, the entire time. And so after I wrote this book, she was like, you don't understand. You just like blossom. Like, all, it was like you left every bad decision, every hurtful pain and memory on the page. And then you were like, oh, that's done. Now let's move on. So she's got to stop hearing the same horrible stories over and over and over again. But let me just put in as a note, as, as good friends, sometimes when people go through things, and we have a um, whole poem in here called A Shiner, and it's talking about emotional abuse and about how you can't see the, you can't see the physical evidence of it, right? You can't see it. But as a friend, sometimes you are going to have to listen to the same story so many times. You could repeat it. But still listen to it and feel that pain over and over again because wouldn't you want someone to do that for you? And as for the, there's a quick quote that I want to put in from the book is like one of the chapters, one of the life lessons says, um, when life burns you down to the ground, the only thing that the people see are the flowers that grow afterwards. So I think that's a testament to resilience in itself and how we feel about it. You know, sometimes writers um, write to try to figure out things about themselves or figure out things about the world around them. Um, did either of you uh, come to any sort of understandings that uh, about yourselves and your lives in writing this book that maybe you didn't know before you actually started putting a pen to paper or a key to keyboard? I didn't know I was a writer. <laughs> and so one only made me. So yay, I'm a poet. Did, did anybody know? I didn't know. Now she has, now she's poet of the year in 2019. 2019. Like I have an award that says it now. And that would have never happened. Well, you've got an award, then you're then you are. <laughs> right, absolutely. And so that would have never happened if Winona didn't push me. So I never knew that I was a creative in that way or yeah. a creator ever. So, so, Jade, <laughs> so Jade, you found out by writing that you were a writer. And uh, well, what did you find out by writing this book? I found out that writing is a emotional outlet for me. I always thought it was an emotion. Uh, no, I should say, I always thought it was a way to make money for myself. Um, <laughs> but it turns out that it's an emotional outlet as well. So I'm very happy to know that. So when things happen that are difficult, I do try to take time to put pen to paper within the, the two years that it's happened. And, and honestly, this this what happened for this book was bad, but like the death of my mother from, and I wrote about that in the next book, and that helped a lot more. Hmm. Well, let's do this. We're going to talk some more about the book and uh, more about you and your writing uh, before we're done this episode. But we, but the brand of Charlotte's podcast is to have authors give voice to the written words. So we're going to do a few readings. Uh, we're gonna, I think we've got three short readings here. We're going to do, and let's. Uh, I'd like you to set up the the reading, whoever's going to read the first one and uh, tell us about uh, it. Give us the title and then uh, take it away. Um, we're reading, I'm well known and I'm going to read from And I Thought Divorce Was Bad. I'm reading from page 148, Remember That Day. And it was written by Lynn Dove. And when she said that she read, she read it, she wrote it because she recognized there was a day that she just recognized she was whole and she was fine. So here we go. That day you realize you don't need a man to feel whole sure or solid that need for a man is a sign of something else that has nothing to do with the opposite sex rather just the weakness in your heart and esteem the day when you wake up alone and feel quite happy 
that it's just you. And hey, I'm okay. That's the day that while in your slumber, you develop the ability to completely love you. And sometimes like your cycle, the day shows up unannounced or just a little too late. The only thing that matters is the day arrived and you embraced it. Yeah, that's great. So that that's written by one of, uh, one of your co-authors here. And I'm wondering, uh, do you share that? Uh, I want to know, do you share her thoughts there? And did that happen for you? Was there a day where I'm okay? No, there has not been a day that I'm greatly okay. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, there are many days that I'm okay. And yes, there is a day where I recognize that I was happy and um, satisfied and content. It was the day my husband left. Mm-hmm. Around 2 a.m. I was good. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, because you must have been dealing with some emotional and other issues too, that uh, once it was gone, you could try to move on with your life. Yeah. Okay. What we got next? Okay. So we are going to go to page 152 and this would be lesson 10 because yes, we wrote our book in life lessons because our beta readers told us that um, it was a little confusing and a little sad and they didn't understand what was going on. So we need life lessons. So that is a, we need something to guide people through. So that is a lesson to all authors out there. Listen to your beta readers. Sometimes just make your book so much better. And they did. All right, so lesson 10. Reflections are progress. Just remember, making progress is progress. Linda. All right, well, Lynn's getting a lot of a lot of press here. So uh, she, uh, this point here, just making or just remember making progress is progress. Is that kind of like putting one foot in front of the other and uh, getting out of the bed in the morning and standing up and brushing right. your teeth? And right, make, or, make, yeah. or you have a goal, right? Let's just say yeah. you have a goal and... And I mean, I love that life lesson because if you have a goal and yeah, you're not there yet, but you're not at the beginning either if you're working toward it. So you've made a lot of progress. And if you reflect on that progress, you see how far you've come. So I know we've got one more reading y'all picked out, but y'all y'all had a, a life lesson and a reading that, uh, that the two of you wrote uh, that uh, I'm going to spring on you now. Uh, Jade, if you will turn to page 72. and if you don't mind reading that then i've got one i want uh will known her to read okay. oh man all right <laughs> lesson five never waste a moment of time it slips away so fast the worst disrespect a person can do to you is wasting your time money you can earn back but time is gone forever jd there you go. Uh, and in the spirit of that, I want uh, Winona to turn to page 76 and uh, and read uh, tick, 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 if you would. Tick, tick, tick. A quick note on time. Ever watch the second hand roll around the face of a clock? It says tick, 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 and a talk. Did you notice what was done in that time? Did anyone care? Was it mundane? Was it normal? Who said how to use it and why? Stop now. Watch the clock. I'll wait. 60 ticks. We'll never get back. That is our life. The second hand of a clock. (laughs) All right. So 
I'm hearing Jade say never waste a moment. And uh, we'll know saying watch the clock because you're not going to get those ticks back, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, we're chuckling over here because, because actually that, that quote is actually from a dear friend of uh, my, my dad's. And okay. I said, can I borrow it while I write this book? And he's like, of course you can. Because yeah. he's always said that. That's great. The worst disrespect to anyone, they can steal your money, but you can get that back. But if they steal your time, well, now that's just a disrespectful person. <laughs> I'm sorry. You have to see his face when he says it. <laughs> yeah, every time. Yeah. It's hilarious. And so how have you, the two of you, I mean, you've obviously come together with this project here and then, and not only this book, but you have produced other books in the And I Thought series. Is that one way that, uh, that the two of you recognize that you're not going to get time back and you might as well put something into the world uh, while you've got the chance? I think that actually just describes us. And, yeah. and thank you for bringing that up because everyone says, you're always, you're always pushing to do good, better, and greater things. And, and why? You, you act like you're running out of time. And we're like, time is precious. Yeah. We all are running out of time. I remember reading a quote somewhere. It was saying, like, you know you're not getting out of this alive. And I was like, what do you mean? This is And I'm like, oh, no, we all die. Oh, yeah, I get it. So, you know, we got to use that time. We have to use that time. That's a good point. We're not getting out of this alive, so we might as well make the most of the life we have. Um, all right, so you got one more reading here uh, from the book. A note to my scared self. There's no reason for re resentment. Yes, life dealt you an atrocious hand, but the game isn't done. Yes, you were down to your last few chips on the velvet green tabletop, but that's why you have a, a turn card in Texas Hold'em. Do what the name says and hold on. Every decision has odds. Remember that. They are good. They are bad. They make you remember what it feels like to be alive. It's the rush and that keeps you there. The addiction to the wooden chairs and the smell of soothing alcohol as a balm to the open wounds of losing keep you going. There are many hands that pass that way. Loss after loss after loss, but the sounds of the cards skating across the velvet green tabletop, the whoosh of the air as the patterned, monotonous colored backs turn to play its worth, the inability to control the cards, the excitement of what if, the hoping against the odds, the realization as the card boards itself, the coping, adapting, the forward motion of the game as players place bets and do the steps you just did. Win or lose, there's another hand dealt at that table, if you participate or not. If you save the chips, bet them or cash them on. The game goes on and on. Sit down at the table and play. You should participate in the game because it's your life. So I'm, I'm sensing a theme here, ladies, and that is that uh, life is going to deal you hardships, but you have to you have to keep going. You have to play the game. You have to uh, get up and uh, put yourself back out there. And because, uh, you know, on page 13, as you say, Winona, in your little piece, in a moment, in a moment, your life can be changed for your life and the balance hangs. In a moment in time, the bells of death for you could chime. So make everything precious for each moment in time. Yes. Yeah. That's funny because you pick one of the poems I hate. Thanks. She doesn't <laughs> hate it. She doesn't hate it. It was really funny. It was one of those that she had like 
and her poetry notebook. And yes, y'all, through all the years, she has kept a little poetry notebook. Well, it's the yeah. second poem to ever be published in my life. And then I look back on it and I'm like, I could have done better. <laughs> we can always do better, but, uh, you know, you got to, you know, put it on the page when it, when you feel it. And speaking of doing better, you took this book and I thought divorce was bad and you, you created this series. I'd like you to just talk about, you know, how that came about and the other kinds of issues you've been dealing with in the And I Thought series. So I'm laughing. I, are you laughing? Well, not yet. Laughing. I saw you chuckling a bit and I was like, what's part of it? What story is she thinking of? I'm laughing. <laughs> because we were okay. on this. Um, we first came out with this book and we were starting to do our publicity tour. We were all in the show, and the person says to us, oh, you're going to continue this this series because it's going to be like chicken soup for the soul. You know, how many of those are there out there? And we laughed heartily on this podcast. I mean, we laughed heartily. (laughs) We will never have a sequel. This is one and done. Thank you so much for believing us, blah, 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 blah. Many books later. Many books later. Every time we come out with a new book, this podcast ends up in our email box. Oh, I thought it was just one and done. Congratulations on your seventh book. Oh, my goodness. Every time. Every time. And she's just like, yeah, I knew you couldn't do it. You're too good. You you had to do more. So why why did you decide? Because it sounded like at first you wanted to have a book that kind of wrapped everything up. And then, of course, like anything else, I suppose authors sit around. They think, well, what if we did this or what if we did that? Where did the what if come from to make you think this could be something enjoyable and fun to do? Oh, it was just the fact that we finished and I thought divorce was bad. And then we went on that PR tour and then we were like, <gasps> and we got there a bad was review. A bad review. <laughs> and I mean, everyone gets a bad review. So right. it's not, yeah. it's not horrible. But right. when we got the bad review, we went, what? Cause what the review said was they should, these ladies should have smiled more and just thought positively and life would have turned out fine. Instead of writing an entire book about, being sad and getting up and moving on with life. And we were like, who says that? So of course we did what every author is not supposed to do. So, so y'all don't do this. Don't follow our advice. Don't do it. Don't follow what we did. Okay. Follow what we're saying, not what we did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And do we, what I said. We went what I did. and looked up her like her Goodreads account and there it was. She was real young and she was put out that she lived at home with her parents and we went, ah, life hasn't got you yet. That's all. And so then we were like, what, shouldn't we write a book about life all the hopes we thought we were going to do yes and then i was like maybe if the people like her pick it up they can be like oh maybe i should sit down for a moment until life happens or not even that way but really i wanted them to learn have a warning just a quick little warning sign you know like they have on the cigarettes (laughs) smoke this you might get cancer (laughs) you know just a quick little learning warning hey life is not all about happy things and rainbows and people aren't going to just throw money at you to do what you want to do and so that's where our second book came from. And I thought being grown up was easy. It's from when you leave high school until you meet like the person that you love and probably walk down the aisle with. We just talk about those life lessons. I, I like that. I, I thought being grown up was easy. Yeah, because you think back to high school, that wasn't easy, was it? You know, no, like, oh. no. We were like, oh my goodness, being in high school is so hard. Our parents have no idea yeah. how hard it is. No, no, no. They had some idea. Yeah. They, they just were like in the grand scheme of things. No. It wasn't so bad. <laughs> Exactly. And I'm glad that you love the title. That's why we turned it into a flask and shot glass set. Yeah. Because we figured if you look, figure out being grown up wasn't easy, you might want to drink. You might need that that shot. Small, small drink. Small. Okay, so you got seven books in this series. Uh, give us some t- other titles here so our listeners understand 
what they're getting into if they pick up your series. Okay, so and I thought I did my journey alone, which and is I actually I know we're not supposed to have favorites, but it's one of my favorite books. Uh, <laughs> and I thought he was the one, and I thought I could juggle it all. And I thought I had it all figured out. Oh yeah. yeah, and and I thought the thoughtful book collection. No, it's a thoughtful book collection. Thoughtful collection. Okay, it's an and I thought it's an and I thought. It is. We, we've been doing a lot of plays on words, y'all. We've been writing a lot in these last like nine months. And yeah. <laughs> then we have a second um, series, The Misfit Guides. Yeah. Oh, nice. So, do you have another and I thought coming out sometime next year? Uh, it just came so, out. Yeah, it's the it's a thoughtful collection. An and I thought book. It is an and I thought book, but I just wanted to say it. Woman well, Thank, Thank you. Y'all really do almost finish each other's sentences, right? right. <laughs> Yeah, we do. This is what happens when you do stuff with your best friend. Like they can, yeah. they know what you're thinking, and they're looking at you like, "Please don't say it. Please yeah. don't say it." Oh, they're gonna say it anyway. All right. Well, let me. I, we got a couple, a little bit of time just uh, for a few writing life questions. Um, I assume that uh, you know you've got some other responsibilities, uh, maybe some day jobs, maybe some other things you've got to manage and keep up with. How do you do all that and do? Everything you're doing with the And I Thought series. We are very, very ill. Very, very ill. Bad. Very bad. bad. Very but bad. Um, we're very fortunate. We are full-time writers. Right. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, how you manage everything else. Um, we probably we should add some, like, really good <laughs> time, <laughs> management, but, um, no. time management. So Ooh. one of the ways that we have answered this question in the past was that we set deadlines and we try to get everything done by a deadline. And, and the ridiculous deadlines. Too. They are. Like, we're like, we're going to write this book in two weeks. Yeah, like I'm currently finishing up my romance book before not before Christmas and I started yesterday. Um, I'm on chapter Crazy. 17 though, so Crazy I'm almost day. done. Um, <laughs> okay. So it's like these sorts of things and we normally get them done and that helps push us to get to put out stuff that, you know, that's in a timely fat in a timely fashion. Also, it, we're always yeah. writing. Like even yeah. if it's like the post-it, yes, I know, which will we'll all be saving a tree, but you know, sometimes you gotta have your post-it notes. And like even if you're just like, oh, that's inspiring, just write it down. Like come back to it later. I have a post-it collection. Yeah, and I know we're gonna go deeper on the Patreon channel with uh, you know, how to expand your brand, but uh even though as you say you are you know, full-time writers, you're doing a lot of other things that even could, you know, interfere with your writing. I mean, you're speaking on podcasts, you're actually running podcasts and, and video blogs, and you're doing all these things where you're interviewing other people. Again, how do you manage all that? Fortunately, there's two of us also. I just wanted yeah. to say there's two of us, right? So like, hey, well, Nona, is this your writing day? Then I will do the other thing. And, and a really important key, I think that we both agree on this one, is to admit what you're good and you're bad at. Our Did, strengths and our weaknesses. Our strengths For and instance, I used to run like almost everything and I just would not tell Jade about it until I needed her help. And then I was like, I need you to help, you know, just write stuff, like outline things or something like that. And so then I, one year um, I gave her the 25 Hottest Magazine and I find out she's ingenious at making covers and formatting and getting our magazines together. So now she just runs the entire magazine section, which now gives me an, a whole lot more time to produce books. And she's really good at the audiobook section that we have. And wait, you're also really good at creating our merchandise, although I'm better at the clothing line. Yes, yes. And, and then we're not, we're, we don't have 
get someone else to do it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, don't be afraid to invest a little. And, and Winona is one of the cheapest people you'll ever know. A Scottish person was like, you're cheaper than a Scot. Right. Uh, and but, no, but you've got a good point because here on the podcast, I'm, I'm writing, but I'm podcasting. I've got lots of, and I'm doing the Patreon channel, but I've got a, a social grip marketing company that helps me. And I've got a publicist that helps me with the newsletter. And I've got a, a web a web guy who helps me with the web website. So, you know, you need to spend a little or you get a partner or something to be able to manage all these different things that you want to do. We have an assistant to help us with editing our books because that's the job we hate. Yeah. And and he's really good at like putting things on calendars, which is fabulous. Okay. So before we wrap up here and jump over to our Patreon channel, uh, just uh, one last uh, writing question for you here. And that is uh, if you could tell your younger writing selves something that would be, valuable to you that had she known it uh, at the time uh, it would have helped her what would you tell her jade i'm gonna let you take that one first oh i'm sorry i was just laughing i, I would tell my younger self did you know you could write <laughs> i knew you were going to say that so uh you know yeah. that struggle that you had in english class it's going to be all worth it yeah that's in good. the end what about you Anana? you are going to get a career many years after you got first, I was first published at 10. So you're going to get a career many years after you're 10 years old. And it's going to be all something you never would expect, by the way, brush up on your poetry. Good. All right. Well, look, um, we're going to, uh, listeners, I said, we've got this uh, Patreon channel where we provide uh, extra content, exclusive content to those of you who support what we're doing on the podcast here. If you like our mission of helping authors give voice to their written words, you can, uh, you can join us on Patreon for as little as $5 a month and you'll get all 32 exclusive episodes we released in 2020. And we're putting out a whole lot more uh, this year in 2021, including this one we're going to be doing with uh, Winona and Jade on how to expand your author brand and why do it. So um, jump over to Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Charlotte Readers Podcast. And you can hear this uh, interview. It'll release right after this one. So, uh, hey, Ladies, uh, the And I Thought crew, I want to thank both of you for being on Charlotte Reader's Podcast. Thank you for having us on and reading our book. Thank you. (laughs) Well, that's it for today. Another fine author giving voice to the written words. You can subscribe to this podcast for free at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and most any podcast platform you like to listen to your podcast on. If you like what we're doing, please consider leaving a short written review on Apple Podcasts or the podcast platform of your choice. Because when you do, our authors' voices travel much farther and wider in podcast land. And if you're inclined to help us help authors give voice to the written words, and you'd like some member-only content cultivated by our authors and me as our thanks, please consider becoming a member supporter. You can find out how to become a member supporter and more about today's show and all previous episodes at charlottereaderspodcast.com. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. I'm Landis Wade for Charlotte Readers Podcast. Charlotte Readers Podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. For more information, go to queencitypodcastnetwork.com.